the last third Sunday of the year, 2023. Amen? Amen. Amen. The Lord is good. Amen. Amen. We want to say good morning to all covenant partners today. We want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners. We're going to ask you to please get your Bibles, pens, pads, iPad with the Bible on it, phone with the Bible on it. Amen? Amen. Amen. I tell you, this year is moving right on. Amen? And we moving right along with it. Amen. Amen. We're going to give you a minute to get your Bibles, and then we're going to stand up and do our declaration. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we're going to put it in the atmosphere. Amen. 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 I want to say uh, that Brother George and his wife looks very Christmassy. I like that. <laughs> hey, stand up so we can see. Amen. Stand up so we can see. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> That Santa looks like he's ready to go there and, and do what he got to hand out the toys. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. We're going to ask you to stand on your feet. Amen. And we're going to do our declaration. So many people have been coming up to me and just saying what the Lord has been doing in their lives. And so uh, we know for a fact that 2024 has begun. Amen. Amen. It really has. And I'm, I'm just thankful that. I think I heard um, Elder Barkin praying this morning saying that, Lord, we thank you for a house of worship. We thank you for a house where you're here. We know that you're, this is not the only place that you are, but we sure are thankful that you're here. Amen. Amen. So I'm just, I'm just really grateful and excited for what God is doing for his people. Amen. 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 All right. Repeat after me. 2024. The year of the restart, a fresh new beginning in my life, in my serving, and my giving. This year, Jesus Christ will restore my years, my health, and prosper me financially. 2024, the year of restoration, healing. An increase in my life, my home, my church, and my children's lives. Daniel 2, 20 through 22. Amen. Now, if you believe it, say thank you, Jesus, and you may be seated. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for a house where God gives the word, and I don't have to run around trying to make sure that it happens. Amen? Amen? I am. I'm thankful. I'm excited, though. I'm excited for God's people. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it's happening, it's happening. In, the in the lives of God's people. Of God's people. Amen. 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 All right. Now, if you have been keeping a journal or if you've been keeping up with the messages, you know that we've been talking about the empowered life. Amen. Amen. And we've been talking about the empowered life is a God purposed life. Amen. Amen. It means God intentionally is involved in our lives. Amen? Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And I'm so glad that he is this morning. If you're keeping that journal, 
we're going to be talking about, we're still talking about the empowered life, the God purpose life. And we're going to be talking about God is, God has, and what he's done for us. Amen. God is, God has, and what he has done for us. Amen. All right. So the first place that the Lord led me was God is. And what we're doing, we're still looking into the alignment. We're still looking into vision. We're still looking into the fact that we want to walk in that power of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That, that's what we're looking into. And we're still coming from the prophetic word that the Lord gave us. You know, a lot of times God can give a word, but it doesn't mean right then that it's just ready to come to pass. Amen. But God is a God that goes on into the future. And so this is a prophetic word that the Lord had given back in 2017, but he did not allow me to release it until 2023. Amen. And so the word was, the Lord spoke and said, in order to have an empowered life, one must be connected to a power source. You need a source greater than yourself. The source of an empowered life is being committed to the king's domain, his kingdom. And the word domain means territory. It means under one ruleship. Look at your neighbor. Say, you got to be under one under one ruleship. That means nothing is governing my life but the word of God. That's it. That's it. I'm not letting the economy. I'm not letting the system of the world. I'm not letting the naysayers govern my life. I'm not even going to allow those that say, you know, I tried that word of God. It didn't work for me. Well, I don't know why it's not working for you, but it's working for me. I'm just going to say, you know what, baby? Keep on digging in the word of God. Keep on praying in the word of God. Huh? Get your faith up. Continue to trust the Lord because it will work. You don't ever start straying over to the other side saying, well, you know what? You might be right. Well, how are you going to say that? And the word of the Lord been working for you. Amen. Hello? You might be still waiting for it to work in other areas right now, but it has worked. Amen. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. It has worked. Amen? So you don't start straying and venturing off to the other side just because somebody is saying, you know what? Oh, I've been praying for a long time. You know, I've been serving Jesus for a long time. It's not working. Yes, it works, baby. Go back and find out where you missed it. Something is wrong because God never misses it. Amen? Amen? All right. He's always on time. And so I'm glad this morning that you and I are connected to that greater power source, which in reality is King Jesus. Amen. That's who it is. It's Jesus and his kingdom. Amen. And guess what? We're going to journey on. Amen. Amen. Now, some of you might have not been here. Now, those of you who were, do not raise your hand. I only have a few more left, but we gave you a paper on power, which is authority, rights, 
privileges and miracles. And we gave you the definition of it so you wouldn't have to write all that down. So if you're here today, maybe, and you didn't get one of those, we're going to ask Minister Aranita to please pass these out. This is all that we have because most people got theirs. Amen. It's at your house somewhere. Amen. All right. Those words and everything that we're talking about, this is the word that the Lord gave me to line up with our declaration this year. Amen. 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 And so as we look at the word alignment and vision, we understand that we are aligning with the word of God. We understand that we're placing our focus, our vision on the power of God, his redemptive power. The scripture says where there is no vision, the people perish. Amen? But guess what? We got vision. Look at your neighbor and say, we got vision. So we can see in the word of God that he, praise God, is a powerful God. And his redeeming power is real. I want you to go to Daniel 2, okay, because that's a part of the declaration. Everything that we're doing is a part of the declaration. So go to Daniel 2 and 20. When you get it, say amen. 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 All right, Daniel 2 says 20 and 22 it says, Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes. Woo, I like that. Somebody say, and he changes. And he changes. Uh-huh. And he really does, people. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Somebody say, I'm serving, I'm serving. an on-time God. God. Say, no, no. He, might he might not come when I want him, I want but he's always, but he always, he always, always on, time. on time. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. So with that being said, we're going to look into God is. We're going to be talking about this morning, God is, God has, and what God has done for us. So God is omnipotent, God is omnipresent, and God is omniscient. And I know you say, well, we've heard that and we've heard that, but is that in the word of God? Yes, it is. Let us go to the scripture. Amen. Go to Revelation because we, we, we aligning with the word of God. We're getting our vision right. Amen? Amen. Amen. We want to see right. We want to see God. Let me say this. We want to have a good perspective of the Lord. Amen? Amen? All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation 19. And I want you to look at verse 1, please. All right. 
Revelation 19 and 1. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Is that in your Bible? It says, for true and righteous are his judgments, for he had judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and had avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. This her, or this great whore, is talking about Babylon. Babylon started in the days of Nimrod, and it has spread from the Old Testament all the way down through the New Testament. Matter of fact, that kingdom is with us today. That kingdom of Nimrod is called the kingdom of darkness. It is called the kingdom of Babylon, and out of it comes every sinful, lustful, despicable, against God, everything you can think of. Amen? And what it's saying, it had corrupted not only the world system, but it has corrupted a many of people that say they wanted to serve the Lord. Amen. Somebody say, run for your life. Verse 3, and again they said, hallelujah, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. Let me say this, God is going to judge Babylon. He is is going to judge Babylon in the end, and in the end, Babylon will be no more. So you don't want to be caught up in that. You want to be on the kingdom of light side. You don't want to be on the kingdom of darkness side. You don't want to be dibbling and dabbling in darkness. You want to have both feet in the house of God, both feet in the word of God, both feet standing and serving Jesus Christ. You don't want to have anything to do with sin and unrighteousness because eventually it's coming to an end. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that sin only lasts. The pleasures of sin only last for a season. And that is it. They might be having fun right now, but oh, Lord, when the judgment comes, the fun is what? Over. And guess what? Unlike a lot of people would think, judgment is not going to wait until the end of time. People are being judged now for being in sin. Hello. Hey, shine for me, Anna. Hey, I don't want no part of it. And And if I've ever been judged... I don't ever want to be judged again. Come on, because God is a God of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. But guess what? We ought to learn something after the third time. We ought to know the stove is hot now. Hello. You sin enough and it burned you enough. You ought to say, wait a minute, I don't want no part of that. Verse 4, and the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thunderings saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reign it. Woo! Is that in your Bible? Amen. Somebody say he's omnipotent. he's omnipotent. That means almighty. It means almighty. That's our God. That, that's our God. That's who we're serving. All right, now, God is omnipresent. Go to Proverbs 15 and 3. Because we get our vision right. 
Thank you, Jesus. The only way you can do that is through the word of God. You can't talk up vision. No. Nope. Proverbs 15 and 3. Now, this word omnipresent means everywhere. Somebody say, our God God is is everywhere at the same time. So there's no such thing as our God can't hear each one of us when we cry out to him. There's no such thing as our God can't see what each one of us is going through. He's a spiritual being. He's a mighty spiritual being. And he's omnipresent. Proverbs 15 and 3 says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place. Beholding what? The evil and the good. That means the Lord see what the devil doing. God know what the devil doing. He just tries to warn us to stay away from the devil. Because God sees it and God going to judge it. And see if we in the wrong place at the wrong time. We going to get caught up in the judgment. Oh I'm going to preach it. I don't care who don't want to hear this word. It is the word. And the Lord is warning us. He is a blesser. God wants us to know he is a blesser. He is a God that blesses. And his blessings are innumerable. He wants us to know that he loves us. And his his love runs like an ocean. There is no end. But if we're going to keep putting our feet, you know, on the devil's territory, you know the the little game the children play, you put your one foot in, you take your one foot out, you shake it all about, Uh uh-huh. And then after a while, they get to, I put my whole self in, I take my whole self out, I shake it all. <laughs> so if we're going to put our whole self into the territories of the devil, when judgment comes, guess what? How you not going to feel the effect? The Lord said, only with our eyes are we supposed to behold the judgment of the devil and the enemy. You're only supposed to see it. You're not supposed to be in it. You're not supposed to be caught up in it. Too many people in the church playing church. But after a while, the cover gets pulled. Can't play no more. Oh, yes, it do. I'm talking right anyway. Psalms 139. We're talking about God is omnipresent. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm so glad you came back today. The dream that I told you about, and in the dream, the Lord showed me all these diamonds. And then in real life, this person came up to me and said, you need to tell the people about all those diamonds you have. Well, see, what you, I'm glad you came back. See, I always say when you come to KSL, it's best you come back the next Sunday. Here's the diamonds. Here they are. And I've got one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom, one in the office, three or four in the, in the study. And I don't just have them all over the house. I read them. It's a, the word of God is a treasure. 
It's a treasure that is not to be overlooked. God is so good. He's so kind. He's so loving. I don't care what the naysayers say. I don't care what the naysayers say. One scripture in the Bible says the curse just doesn't come to be coming. And it doesn't come carelessly. You have to do something to open that door. Why is God doing this to me? God not doing nothing to you. You did it to yourself. You opened that door. And the devil don't play. When he get a foot in, he coming in. And you have to trust Jesus. And I have to trust Jesus to get that joker back out the door. And, but one thing about me, when he come in and, and God get him out, I'm like, whew, Lord, I don't ever want that devil back up in here. Stay away from me. That's why the Bible says flee fornication. Flee unrighteousness. It means to run. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I'm going to minister to you. I'm going to love on you. But I'm sorry. I can't see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and do it all over again. Because, see, you doing stuff I can't agree with. How can two walk together except they be agreed? I'm talking right. I came to preach the word of God. Jesus is the reason for the season. Psalms 139 verse 7. We're talking about God is omnipresent everywhere. It says, whether shall I go from thy spirit? Uh Uh-huh. Or whether shall I flee from thy presence? Now listen at this. If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. But if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Did y'all see this? So if I do things in my life, this doesn't just have to be going to hell all the time. I can bring hell into my natural living by doing stuff. And the Lord said, guess what? My presence is right there looking at you, trying to beckon you to come to your senses and repent. Look at this. Look at this. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. Is that in your Bible? Wait a minute. Here's another one. If I say surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. What is this? What is the word of God saying? You, we can't hide from the Lord. All these people out here doing what they call secret sins. Sins in the dark. The Lord sees it. That's why I'm going to live right. Nighttime, morning time, noon time, in mobile, out of mobile. I'm going to live right. Shine. Here you are about shade. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee. Watch this. But the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Did y'all see that? Amen. 
I go through the house at night, and I like to turn off all the lights. I might leave on a little night light. That's enough. Because when I do that, it's like the day is over, everything comes to a calm, and I say, whew, I can exhale. The day is over. But even in that, all the lights are out, but yet the Lord can see me. I can talk to Jesus. Hello? You can too. So next time they're talking to you and they say, well, you know, the Lord, he don't know. Yeah, he do. How do you know? Psalms 139, verses 7 through 12. Oh, the Lord don't see what I'm going through. The Lord don't know what I'm going through. Yes, he does. He knows. Somebody say God is. is. Omnipotent. Which means almighty, omnipresent, which means everywhere. God is also omniscient, which means all-knowing. Go to Psalms 147. Thank you, Jesus. We're aligning with the word of God. We're getting our vision straight so we can walk in the power from the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you, I've had to walk in the power this week. I've had to walk in the power to get things done. I've had to walk in the power to have favor. Hello? And what I didn't tell you was that check that came in the mail, unexpected, it paid the taxes that I owed. It paid the insurance. And and you know, taxes and insurance is not cheap. So by the time I spent, by the time I got the check, paid the taxes and the insurance, I had about $1,000 left. Then I had to take my car to the shop. Now, I'm glad you came back today because we crazy. Ooh, pastor got all that money. No, actually, the bill collector has it now. Ooh, pastor got all them diamonds. Okay, I'll share one with you. You want me to go buy you one? about that thing I was laying in the bed and the Lord he had me laughing he said now you know you're gonna have to go back and tell him don't you <laughs> he said they they just they all over the place right now I said what <laughs> I said well Lord I pray to come to church Sunday so that we can get our heads on straight so just let me know after church you can send me a little note if you want me to go buy you a diamond I will do so Matter of fact, I got so many at home, I can give you one. I really do. I was like, Lord, I got to stop this. I don't know what it is. I got so many Bibles. And they all marked. I do. I I have a lot of Bibles. I mean, I got a lot of Bibles. I think I even got a Gideon Bible from the hospital. (laughs) I said, oh, Jesus, I got to stop buying all these Bibles. Hallelujah. But I like them. Because each, I'm going to tell you something about them. They're all different. And they all say something, really, they do. They lead you in a different place. Amen? Amen. So the Lord is omniscient. Psalms 147, 
Let's look, look at verse 5. It says, great is our Lord and of great power. Here it is. His understanding is infinite. Woo! That means it goes on and on and on. See, when you are a preacher or in leadership position, whomever you are, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just feel like, Lord, I'm running out of things to preach. And before, what do I say that for? Why do I say that to an infinite-minded God, an omniscient God, an all-knowing God? Because before I know it, he'll have me sitting up in the bed with all those Bibles open, praying to him and reading, and before I know it, I'll have a tablet full of stuff. And it just keeps showing me, no, you haven't ran out of anything. Just stay connected to me, and you'll never run out. You'll always have something to bring to my people. You'll always have what I need them to have from me. Amen. And it overwhelms me sometimes, and I'm exhausted when it's over. And I say, "Woo, I won't say that no more. <laughs> Woo, you know, he, his, his understanding is infinite. That's, that's, that's on and 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 on. Go to 1 John. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name today. 1 John. Thank you, Lord. 1 John. All right, go to 1 John chapter 3. Praise the Lord. And I want you to look at verse 20. 1 John 3.20 says, For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart, and knowing all things. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Go to Acts chapter 1. Yeah, we're getting in the word a little bit. Amen. It's not going to hurt us. It's not going to hurt us. Word is good. Amen. Bet you go out of here knowing something. Amen. And me too. Amen. Acts chapter 1, verse 24. Okay. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all mankind, show whether of these two thou hast chosen. Well, you know, they were trying to pick who was going to take the place of Judas after he hung himself. And who did they go to? They went to the Lord. You know, people say up in this ministry, why y'all got to always go to Pastor Ann? Because Pastor Ann going to go to the Lord. I, I'm not making any decisions without the Lord. I'm not letting anything go on without the Lord. Because, see, then, watch this. Here's the way it works. If I do it with the Lord... If I say, Lord, do you want this one to pray? Do you want this one to speak? Do you want this one to do that? If something comes up, then the Lord will help. But if I just run in here and say, oh, you know, I think you're good to do this, and you're good to do that, and you need to be doing that, guess what? When trouble comes, it's going to fall. It's not going to last. We're here. Uh, December 30th. 2023, 
KSL will be, well, I, I, you know, so much has gone on. I wanted to celebrate. I really did. But we will sort of be celebrating 20 years. We're here. We're here. 20 years of ministry, and we're here. And I tell you, we've been through some storms. That devil has tried to knock us out of the, the playbook. He has done everything he could think of. I'm serious to get rid of us. But guess what? We're still here. Anybody know that song, I'm Still Here? Is that a song? Isn't that a song? Yes. I'm still, I know, I want to hear that. Somebody, y'all get her to get with Dr. <laughs> I need to hear that. I'm saying, I'm trying to put something, it's going to have to be short and sweet. It's just not like I really wanted it. But I, I just don't think I'm going to let December go without giving the Lord some honor and thanks. He's been, look, y'all don't know. I'm talking about, I can remember all the way back in, in, in 2013 when the bank account ran dry. Didn't nobody know but the Lord. Didn't nobody know. And the Lord sent someone in here to start funding, to pay the note. Sent them from out of town. I cried when I got home like a baby because didn't nobody know. Didn't nobody know. And I, and I said to myself, I don't understand it. I said, Lord, I don't know, but you keep allowing us to stay. And if you keep allowing us to stay, there must be something to it. It must be helping somebody. 20 years of ministry, we're still here. The naysayers said we weren't going to last. They didn't want us to last. And oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. Surely that ministry not going to stand, and it's under a woman. Really? But see, I have a secret weapon. Well, it's not a secret. I have a weapon. It's called the Holy Ghost. It's called the He in me. Thank the Lord I got the Holy Ghost. I mean, the devil has went out of his way to stop this ministry. He done went, I mean, out of his way. So I tell the Lord, I said, well, it's still here. Been embarrassed, been rejected, been talked about, been insulted, been jumped on. Had witchcraft worked against us? Like, what in the world? Bank account ran dry. <laughs> but God. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, Jesus is real.
And that's why I tell people, you can't make me doubt him. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. Like the old saints used to say, I know too much about him. You cannot make me doubt him. I've seen his power over and over and over and over and over and over again. And sometimes he let it get to midnight. Hey, 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 before he come in. Sometimes you don't know if you're going to make it. And you done prayed and prayed, and it looks like God is not going to do anything. And before you know it, he comes in in an instant. I got that tax paper. I'm looking at it. $3,500. I said, Lord, wait a minute. Hold up. Insurance. Three thousand, but God. I said, but God. No, I'm too far gone. You can go find you a rookie and tell them God is not real. Go find you a rookie who don't know nothing about the Lord. Because I'm too far gone. It won't work with me. So no need of you trying to take me out to dinner. Don't buy me a cup of coffee. It ain't working. It's not going to work. I've come too far. And some of you all have too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to go back through it. Acts 1, because we're supposed to read to the 26th verse. And they prayed and said, Thy Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. Sometimes you just got to go to God. And then you got to accept this answer. Come on. That ain't what I... I mean, some people, they, you know, but I've learned now, I just, I'm, I'm trying to just shut my mouth. Just let it alone, Ann. They don't want to hear truth. We're supposed to go to the Lord for everything. Brother Carton read a scripture, and that, that is one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. We got to trust the Lord, people. And in all our ways, we need to start acknowledging him. 
just running off doing stuff and making decisions. And then when it's a mess, you want God to clean the mess up. No! God said, don't do it. I don't care how good, how fine, how it look, what you think, it ain't right. Hey, I'm going, don't worry. Isaiah 40, but I'm preaching. I'm preaching truth today, people. I mean, I preach truth all the time, but I'm, I'm just letting it, letting the Holy Ghost talk. Isaiah 40, God is omniscient, all-knowing. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 40 and 28. And it reads, has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Is that in your Bible? Uh-huh. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall surely, utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Well, that means from the young to the old, you're going to get tired. Something's going to come that's going to try to wear you out. But, oh, if I wait on the Lord and wait don't mean just sit there. It means if I sing praises, if I pray to him, if I read his word, if I declare his word, <laughs> if I serve him, he's going to renew my strength. Yeah. It's the prophecy, Anna. They coming. Or the people coming. They coming. Keep shining. Keep shining. Yes, Lord. So God is. Now we're going to look at God has. And God has complete power and complete knowledge. Go to Revelation 5. We soon to close. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. This is the God we serve, people. Yeah, sometimes you got to get on that altar and pray long. That's right. It, this is not Burger King, have it your way. This is not a uh, 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 microwave, one minute. Sometimes you got to get on the altar and pray it through. Even if it takes months, you got to keep praying until the breakthrough happens. Because a lot of times when you asking God for something, God said, I'm going to get what I want as well. So when you laid out on that altar, walking that floor, or driving that car, praying, or sitting in that chair praying, God is also breaking you. Yeah. Amen. The healing is coming in. You tell him it's coming. Hold his head up. He got to hold his mind up in me. Come up, said the Lord. Come up. Look at your neighbor and say, God said, hold your head up. Bring your mind to his word. 
that God is and God has. There's nothing too hard for God. Revelation 5 and 6. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts. And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Is that in your Bible? The seven horns represent the complete power of God. Amen? Amen. They say that a buck does not become a full-grown one until they have their horns. Amen? And here we see Jesus having seven of them. Huh? Complete power. The seven eyes is complete knowledge. Because his eyes are running, what the Bible said, to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose hearts are perfect toward him. What did Azel tell the king? He says, herein, you're going to have wars, O king, because you didn't trust in the Lord. You put your trust in man and woman and flesh and not the Lord. So if you put your trust in the Lord, he'll touch the hearts of the people. You put, your, you put your trust in the Lord, he will put, touch the people. That's why when people bless me or people bless you, you ought to say, thank you, Jesus, Amen. for the people. Amen. Amen. All glory go to God. 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 Amen. He worthy. My time done come. He said his time has come. The Lord time has come. So God is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. God has complete power and complete knowledge. And God also has the spirit without measure. Go to John chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. You're calling it in, Anna. I'm calling it in now. It's coming. It's on the way. It's on the way. Shine for me. Just shine now. Keep shining. Keep shining. Because it's on the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. John chapter 3, verse 34. And it reads, for he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. Do you see that? Amen. For the father loveth the son and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the son hath eternal life. And he that believeth not the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abided on him. Is that in your Bible? So Jesus spoke as no other prophet did. For God gives the spirit without limit. You see, the Old Testament prophets had the spirit, but 
in different degrees. But whereas God gave them the spirit with a limit, he gave him to Christ without limit. The spirit was not in Christ as in a vessel, but as a fountain, as an ocean without an end. What does the Bible say? We know in part. We prophesy in part. We see visions in part. But Christ has the fullness of the vision and the prophecy. I heard you coming. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. Thank you. So you and I prophesy in part, we see in part, but the more we serve Jesus, thank you, baby, the more we serve Jesus Christ and the more we go further into the word and really read the word and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Let me say this, you get all the study helps you need, but when you get ready to study the Bible, you need to open the door and say, Holy Spirit, help me study the word today. Open my understanding. Illuminate me with your light. Amen? That way, you come into a place where you don't know just in part. Because then the question was, you know, I asked the Lord the question, do we have the Holy Ghost in parts? Or or is it without a limit? Well, see, as long as we stay with him, it's without a limit. Okay? See, the Holy Ghost was not yet given in the Old Testament. He would come upon the Old Testament prophets and leaders and then leave. But today the Holy Ghost comes and lives on the inside of us. So he's there. He stays with us. So we ought to be able to tap into the Holy Ghost in us. God in us. And have the full picture. A lot of times we do have the full picture. But you can't tell people because they don't want to hear the full story. You, you can't share the full picture because they don't want to hear it. But the Lord gave Jesus Christ the Holy Ghost without a limit. It's infinite, remember? His knowledge is infinite. It goes on and on and on and on. There is nothing that the Christian can ask God and he won't answer you. Sometimes he might not answer you right then. You might have to seek it through. You might have to search it out with him, but he will answer you. He will answer you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. What we got here? We got about 20 minutes. The next thing is God is, God has, and what God has done for us. Psalms 100. I think we're going to make it today. Yeah, I think we're going to make it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalms 100. Okay. All right. 
what God has done for us. Psalms 100, verse 3. Psalms 100. All right, verse 3. And I want you to take a good look at this, amen? You know, sometimes we read the scriptures and we're in a hurry, but I want you to take a good look at this. It says, know ye, Psalms 100, verse 3, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that had made us. I want that to sink in. God made us. I know everybody in here, God gave us life. Okay. It is he that had made us and not we ourselves. We are his what? People. Let me say something. Good, bad, evil. They still belong to God. Why do I say that? Because the word says it. And guess what? All the naysayers, all the sinners, all the backsliders that won't come back, all the evil people, if they continue in their way, then it is their God that's going to make the decision of what to do with them. And the word tells us what he's going to do with them. They're going to end up sadly in hell. That's not what God wants, but that's their choice if they keep on. So we are his people. And the sheep of his pasture. Okay. Go to 1 John. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, I thank you. Thank you for your word today. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. It's a healing coming. It's a healing coming. 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3, verses 1, what God has done for us. First of all, he made us. <laughs> we his people. We're the sheep of his pasture. All right, 1 John 3. It says, behold, verse 1, behold what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now, when did you become the son of God? When did you come back? Salvation. Salvation. So say that with me. Say, right now, I am a son or a daughter of God. Say, of God. Hmm. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. Are you purifying yourself by the word of God? The Bible says we're washed by the water of the word. Every time you come in here on Sunday, every time you pick up your Bible during the week, the water of the word does what? Washes us. And you are the sons of God. When? Right now. When did it happen? At salvation. Galatians chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. Here it is. It says, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Do you see that? 
And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Somebody say, that's the Holy Ghost. Say, God sent it. It's in my heart. And it's crying, Father, Father. Okay? So wherefore, you're no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Wait a minute, you're an heir. You're an heir of who? God. How did you get there? Through Christ. We're wrapping it up. Go to Romans. This is what God has done for us. Romans chapter 8. Clearing our vision. Aligning with the word of God. Walking in power. Romans 8. Verse 15, here it is, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. Somebody say the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of Christ, who is God, has many names. And one of the names is, he is a spirit of adoption. Ah, that's great. So that means when we got saved and applied the blood of Jesus to our lives for all of our sins, then the spirit of God came and drew us in. It came as a spirit of adoption. It drew you in. It gathered us in and adopted us out from the world system and out from sin and out from the clutches of the devil. You belong to God now. You belong to God. It's called the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, there it is again, Abba, Father. So now you can come to God and say, Father. You don't have to stand far off, shaking and shivering. My God, y'all, come on. Jesus. We don't have to do that. We are his children. We can pray to him. We can ask him for what we want. And sometimes, yes, you got to pray long. Why? Because there's a breakthrough got to come. And the first place the breakthrough going to happen is in you. Yes, you got to pray. I I, I listened. You and and Elder Courtney were talking. Minister Brittany and Elder Courtney were talking. And Minister Brittany asked the question. And Elder Courtney said, you just got to pray. You just got to pray to the Lord. And I looked. But now, listen to, what, what, listen to the indebtedness of that. You can have what you ask him, but the breakthrough has to come. And the first place it go, it's going to break is in you, baby. It's going to break in your belly. So you keep praying till it breaks. You keep praying till it breaks. Why does it have to break in me, pastor? Because once it breaks in you, then it breaks in the atmosphere. Pray. You got to pray. You got to pray. And you can't go to God with the know-it-all. Put that on the... Let it go, please. Come to him knowing nothing. Come to him knowing nothing. Come to him like a child. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. 
and it does not yet appear yet what we're going to be. We're not totally all finished with, but yet we are the sons of God. Shine for me. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time to be healed. It's time to be healed. It's time to be healed. God says it's time for his people to be healed. It's time for your prayers to be answered. It's time for you to know who God is. He is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is God. Yes, Lord. We're an heir. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 16, the spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Suffering does not mean pole, sick, toe down, woe down. Without anything, no, that suffering is me. We take a stand against the systems of the world, against the devil, against the naysayer, against sin. That's the suffering. So we can glory with the Lord. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. God is saying, come on in, bring your mind into his word. Because God is. <laughs> God has. And what God has done for us. Stand to your feet. We are serving a powerful God. We're serving a mighty God. And I just gave you the key. If you've been asking God for something and it hadn't happened yet, just know of a surety it hadn't broken in you yet. Guess what? It's got to break. I say it's got to break. It's got to break. You got to break. Yeah, you got to come off your horse. You got to come to God as a little child, not knowing anything, not knowing. Don't, you can't go to God mapping it out with your little plan already tucked away. Now, God, I'm coming to you, but this is how we want to do it. No, he's God. Not us. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. He made us, not us. We didn't make ourselves. Now, if you got something at the altar, you got to break. I have to break. I have to go to God as a little child. I have to go to God knowing nothing. I have to go to God. I can't go to God. Now, Lord, you know I'm the prophetess. Oh, Lord, you know you didn't use me to do miracles. God ain't studying that. The Bible says he wants a broken and contrite spirit. He wants you to come broken like you need him. Because if you're going to go to God and you already got everything, what you need God for? He wants you to need him. 
got to come down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. I know you don't like that. The Bible says every king, every queen, every prince, every princess going to lay their crown at the feet of Jesus. Guess what? You can start now. I said you can start now. Because I hear God saying, I want to do it for you, but you got to come down. No, you can't be Frank Sinatra. You can't do it your way. We got to come God's way. And we got to accept. Oh, I hear, the Lord. I hear him so clearly. He said, we got to accept the answer that he gives. He said, go left. I don't care if you thought you was going right. Turn left. That's what a blessing is. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better to obey God even when people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, church. You want it? I said, do you want what you're asking for? Then you got to break. I got to break. Yeah, my breaking is, God, God told me years ago, he said, I need you to get prepared for the people coming. And I'm saying, okay. He says, the only thing I want you to do is fill up on my word and fill up on my word, go down to Broad Street and preach. Well, I've been doing that for years. But you know what he keep telling me? Keep doing it. What are you doing? He breaking something in me. I got to obey. I don't care how, how the cha- all the chairs are not filled yet. Not yet. But I still got to obey the Lord until what? Till the fullness of time. Guess what? You're going to have to do the same. Whatever you didn't ask God for. What, I know you say, well, did you ask the Lord for a church full of po- folk? No. I asked the Lord to use me. I told the Lord, I'm a handmaid of the Lord. Use me how you see fit. So that meant when I asked God to use me how he see fit, that meant I had to do it his way. You want that husband? You got to break. You got to break. And see, God wants you to run because, see, you ought to be the first one to break on through. Because some of these up in here, they just, I don't know what's wrong with them. They need some help. They got, they got some sickness going on. They talk about a man. Talk ain't going to get it. God looking for some obedience. I just, I don't know what, but the Lord keeps saying, it's time to start praying. 2024 is here. Let him break in you so it'll break in the atmosphere. Then you'll see that man. He'll be presented. Mm. He on, you got to break. It's so, it's so close. It's so right there. But you got to break. And see, all of them talking about they want one, then they'll be helping you in your wedding. Nah, 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 nah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh.
Thank you, Jesus. If you want it, it's there. I hear the Holy Ghost saying it's there for you, but you got to break. You got to let go of what you thought. This 2024 now. It's the year of the restart, remember? Oh, my God. Did you see that revelation? It's the year of the restart. That means everything that you thought in 2023, let it go. I didn't see that. Lord, have let it go. The way you saw it, that, that's over. That's over. Oh, my Lord. That's not anymore. That's not anymore. It's a restart, a fresh new. And I looked that word up and I did some in-depth study. Restart does not mean start back up with the old. Because I thought it did. Because it, when it flew out my mouth in June of 2023, I said, Lord, I had to go. I didn't say no more to y'all. I slipped on out that door. I said, Lord, what you mean? Restart. I said, what's that mean? I said, that means starting back where you, you know, it's like starting back in the old. But when I looked at it, it says fresh, new beginning. Fresh. That means the mind got to change. The heart got to change. My God, do y'all see this here? Do you see how God done revelated this word all the way around? Just preached it. Now he sent in the revelation of it. It's a restart. Fresh new beginning. Old ideas must go. How you had it written on the paper for 2023, you need to tear that up and let it go. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's gone. That's right, evangelist. Oh, that's over. You can let that go. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord, not going to be that way no more. So if I thought it was going to be this way, that's over. This, we're not going that way. We're not, it's not going to be done that way. It's not going to come that way. Oh, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, give God the glory. Give God the praise. Church, get ready. A whole new way. And all we got to do is listen. to You don't have to go home and try to map it out. Just seek the Lord. The map already drawn up. If you thought you was going to get that hub and that, all that's over. If you thought that was the one, that's over. I stood right there and he just it, it, it said whoosh. I said what? I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, my Lord. Brand new day. Not because I say so. Our God has spoken, y'all. I said, Our God has spoken. Oh, 
Jesus. And right now, everybody that's under the sound of my voice, that same anointing has hit you. So guess what? We're going forward with the restart. And the church say, you may be seated.